0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Darren Palmer. Darren Palmer is a dynamic, motivational speaker, charismatic leader, provocative thinker, and entrepreneur. Mr. Palmer founded the number one self-publishing company in the world. Welcome to the show, Darren.
1: Hey, hey, I'm excited to be here in the building with my girl, Gigi. Hello, people. Walk with me, walk with me, walk with me.
0: Yes, and I'm so honored to have you walking with me today, Darren. Thank you for coming on the show. Awesome. It's a pleasure to be here with you, ma'am. Yes, sir. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? Well, a little bit about me.
1: Uh, I know you'll see the, you know, the information number one self-publishing, the number one self-publishing company in the world and all that. But really, I'm a husband. I'm a a father of, of four, two boys, two girls. Um, at the same time, someone who's big on community. And I love business because I think that the real transformation in this world is going to come from the mar- mission and the marketplace. So that's why I'm honored to be on here with someone like you, Gigi, because you definitely are a change agent and you understand that dynamic as well or whatnot. It's not going to come from Washington, uh, no matter where you are in the world when you listen to this, it's going to come from within you and you being the change that you want to see. So, that's who I am in a nutshell. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm open to be able to service to anyone on here on this particular episode.
0: I love it. Now, tell us more about your company, Self Publishing.
1: OK. Self Publishing 30 Days. Um, it's a one stop shop for all your publishing needs. Now, our ideal client is those who are in a leadership area, whether that is pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs or business owners. Uh, our method is different you know anyone can typically just put and throw a book together and say that it's on amazon we focus on serving the needs of those who are looking for the b squared method what we call it book to business so if you're just thinking that you're going to do a book and live the rest of your life waiting on a royalty check in cabo with a margarita what not in your hand on Modelo, unless you wrote chicken soup for the soul or you wrote the Bible, those are only people who are having those type of numbers. But we use the book as an appetizer that leads to the main course, which is the core part of the individuals that we work with their businesses. So that's what we do in a nutshell.
0: Wonderful. Now, can you tell us more about your self-published in 30 days podcast? Yes.
1: Yes. The self-published in 30 days podcast is, uh, is a podcast that we created for first-time authors. So the the guests that we have on that are presenting are those who are fresh into being an author. They j- pretty much just had a book launch. Uh, they're excited. They're giddy. And for those who are listening to it, it inspires them because now this is not just Michelle Obama. Um, this is not just Candace Owens who put a book out. No, you realize that you can do it, too, because it's somewhere out of making uh, whatnot or someone who's out of uh, Washington state who just did a book who you never, ever heard of before. And they give you tangible steps of how they were able to do it. And you're able to implement those steps in your own life.
0: That is absolutely amazing. Now, can you tell us more about your The Power of Your Story podcast?
1: Yeah, The Power of Story is amazing, Gigi. And I'm glad that you asked that because The Power of Story, for those who haven't done a book yet, and what I mean by that, these are change agents who are making a difference locally and globally. Uh, we wanted to debunk the myth that the only thing that's happened positive or those who could make a change would be those who are in entertainment or sports or, or in New York, Dubai, London. Uh, it's nothing against those areas, but there are people in small town USA, so to speak, who are making a difference in their community. And we wanted to highlight those individuals by them sharing the power of their story.
0: Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Now, can you tell us more about Author Spotlight? Now, Author Spotlight, uh,
1: you know, I, you know, I, I say that's a gift because I get the privilege and the honor to be able to go behind the scenes with best-selling authors from across the globe. So we just had Mark Victor Hansen on on his new book. Ask. I've had Dr. Uh, Greg Reed or whatnot. You might have heard of Dr. Greg um, what he did to work with Sharon Lecter for one of my favorite books, is Three Feet from Gold. I uh, did that and plenty of other books. Uh, so those are the type of individuals that you're able to see them not on just stage or not just behind all the accolades or if you had a conference and you can't get to them unless you go into a VIP room. We want to give you a front and, uh, front and center uh, uh, a value by being right in front of those individuals and hear from them as just being human beings and what are the things that separate them from others.
0: Fantastic. Now, can you tell us more about the Market Leader Live? Now, Market
1: Leader Live is where we interview titans in industry or whatnot, sharing with them how not to. we share with our audience not to be generalists, but how to be market leaders, because we're dealing with a market now that if you are a generalist, you're going to get smashed. And so market leaders are the ones who are going to be able to continue to stay afloat and have bigger margins and be able to serve more people. So this generous idea is not going to get you where you need to be. So we bring on those who've actually done it and who are doing it and that are able to help those who are tuned in go to the next level.
0: Very powerful. Now, can you tell us more about Writers Therapy?
1: Riot's Therapy is where I have some beautiful women who work at the office, who they get online and share the perspective of what it is to do the work from an editor's perspective. So they're able to show what are some of the pros and cons uh, when they deal with our clients and they help assist people. So they have the right mindset when it comes to doing the work that they're doing and how most overthink when it comes to a manuscript. Um, you know, not having an outline, just writing just to be writing, and they got drives and USB full of content that they they can't get rid of because they're doing the wrong thing. And just they're having the right mindset to be able to get the book done. And that's what they explore. And plus, there's some humor on there. And these are some southern bells, you'll be able to tell when you hear them talk, like you hear my southern draw like Tim McGraw. So, but at the same time, it's a lot of southern hospitality and southern love, and it's good like Campbell's soup So that's what we're here to do.
0: Thank you for pointing that out. I just noticed you do sound like him. (laughs) Now, can you tell us more about your greatness is within you, but you have to tap into a principle, Darren.
1: Well, the greatness is within you, but you got to tap into it because no one is going to do it for you. And you have to realize that the greatness is in you for one is awareness. So let's start right there. Aware that most people are unaware that they even have greatness. So your zone of genius, most of the time you're doing stuff that others view as genius, but you don't have the awareness to think it is different. You think, oh, well, I just do that anyway. You think because it comes easily to you that it's not a big deal. So what do we do? Someone with short hair loves the person with the long hair. Someone with long hair, they want their hair short. The guy that plays on the offensive line for the football team, he wants to be quarterback. The defensive player wants to be the offensive lineman. So No matter where you are in industry, there are people who are working, who are going home right at five o'clock. And it's somebody who's in management who's like, man, I wish I could go home at five o'clock, but I got to do this paperwork and I can't get there. So when you understand that your zone of genius is in you, your greatness is in you, but you must cultivate it. And so environment is important. Who is a reliable, credible source that you're listening to? These are the things that you need to do that I allow for you to water, allow for you to allow sunshine to hit that seed that you have within you to allow for it to sprout and yield fruit. So that's why you got to be intentional on your greatness.
0: That's right. Yes, sir. Now, can you explain to the audience how important it is to shift your mindset from a negative mindset to a positive mindset?
1: <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's life and death. It's just that simple. I like to call it that you must understand that you're capable, prepared, and you're ready to do whatever it takes to make sure that you keep the right mindset. And so, what do you mean by that? It goes to being intentional again what are you doing? How can you have a positive day if the first thing that you did was you looked at your phone, you scrolled, you saw somebody who was 10 times smaller than you. If you're looking for abs, you got people who got abs. And then you're hearing about somebody who was just molested, somebody who was shot three times, somebody that did this. How could you have a positive day before you even got the bed good, you heard all this ton of negativity. So what I do is I don't even look at my phone or go into messages or go into media before I focus on myself. And that's with Me having time to visualize, uh, meditate, pray, also work out, get my body moving, rolling. I also do a cold shower. I do these things. I listen to a faith message. So by the time I'm dealing or not dealing, but by the time I speak to my wife, my children, before I deal with staff or whatnot, uh, at the office, before I look at an email, I've been poured into. And I think so many of us are operating from an empty cup. And we're on E and we're not getting to the destination what we were called to be because we're running on E.
0: That's right. Self-reflection truly matters. Yep. How important is Your faith to you, Darren.
1: Oh, faith is poor. I'm nothing without my faith, but I am a person who believe in faith without works is dead. Um, So, I'm not one of these ones who's saying Kumbaya, my Lord, and looking in the air and waiting on mountain to fall out the sky for me to have something to do something. So, I realized that, you know, he's, you know, he's given me power. He's given me strength to be successful, but I got to utilize what he's given me. And just like, you know, similar for those who are familiar with the story with Moses, what's in your hand? So, what's in your hand? I don't need to hear you talking about. I talk to Pharaoh. I don't need you worried about that. That's how you understand how to delegate. We see delegation in the Bible by him that Aaron would be able to do the speaking. So if you don't have the funding, find someone with the funding. If you don't feel like that you are capable of doing sales, find somebody that can do sales with you. Make sure that if you have vision, God will provide the provision.
0: Amen. That's right. And how important is it to make sure to have God first place in your life?
1: You got to have him first because if you don't have him first, then it's no order. And I see so many people who are out of order whatnot, like an old vending machine or whatnot. Or for those don't tell nobody when you're not supposed to be drinking Cokes and you went there and the machine was out. That was God right there telling you to rebuke the enemy. But anyway, you find another Coke machine to go down the road to the next convenience store. But either way, you want to make sure that you have your priorities right, because if your spirituality is right, then what you end up having is is that your psyche, your emotional state will be right. And then your body will operate from that particular space. And then whatever you're doing and taking in action, you will be able to reap a harvest from. So it starts with that system and knowing how we are created. It's universal laws that are in place that God has placed when he created this world. And so he's not gonna change the order of how he set things up. So we gotta find a way to operate and maximize the way that he set us up to think and feel and move and be able to accomplish tasks. So I believe faith is imperative to have him number one and move forward, because you don't want to have the story of the talents where you're not operating at, an, at the right level. And when we talk about tapping into that greatness with the stories of the talents, notice he never asked the individuals with the talents to go do something with the talents. Never once did he ask them to go do something, but he expected for them to do something because he knew what he had placed inside of them. So, Gigi, it's easy for me and you to sit back if we don't want to do anything, but God knows what he's placed in us. And so we're going to have to give an account for that, not just because you didn't curse, not because you didn't do this. But where are we sitting there with greatness in us? And all we're caught up in is I-401K, I-Roth-R-R-A. We're just caught up on us taking the cruises that we want to take. When you really had in you greatness that you could have fed a village, you could have helped your local church organization, you could have helped civic organization, but you didn't operate in your greatness. So he's not judging you that you didn't care or just because you buried it, you didn't waste it, but you didn't fulfill your financial, you know, you didn't fulfill your fiduciary responsibility of what he placed in you.
0: Amen. Very powerful. Now, Darren, can you tell us more about some of the projects you're currently working on?
1: Oh, you're hearing it here first. You're hearing it here first. So I'm excited because we are releasing we have some events that we're doing we have um some consulting that we're doing for small businesses so we find people who are looking at like how did you go from someone like a solopreneur to number one self-publishing company in the world how did you build culture i know some of them wondering right now how in the world is this guy doing four or five shows on a weekly basis It's, it's 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 systems You have to you you can't just say, I'm just going to pray and not have systems and have things lined out the right way. You have to know how to reach out and recruit top talent. And so being able to have the right vision and being able to tell you, you have to invest in yourself. I know that's something that a lot of us don't want to hear. But you got to invest in yourself. And I don't mean, you know, you throwing money out and making it rain or whatnot to somebody who's not reasonable. But you have to find a way to cut the learning curve by getting with people who are where you want to go. But you also you need to know what season are you in because they, you might see and nothing wrong with it, but it might be a great funnel out there for somebody else. But their business is at a different stage or a different phase than yours. So you go and show that you're serious and you invest money in a funnel, but you might be a year and a half out for your, for your business to even be ready to do a funnel. So you're overlooking the steps that you need to take to be positioned to use the funnel. So those are the things that I see where people are getting out of order, just like we talked about the Godhead earlier, of how important to having God as the head. That's the same way in business, the God of order. So in business, a lot of us are meaning well, but we're doing things out of line and it's
0: keeping us from doing the things that we need to do. That's right. Discipline truly matters. Now, Darren, how important is it to obtain a mentor or coach?
1: I believe in um, the old adage or the old story of it's more important to sharpen your axe before you start trying to cut a tree down. And what I mean by that is is that a lot of us are attacking an oak tree or a huge tree when it comes to entrepreneurship, business, marriage, faith, health, raising kids, those who are being furloughed in this current time that we're in with the pandemic, dealing with uncertainty. So instead of us We're hacking at something with a dull instrument or a dull tool. We're not sharpened with mental health. We're not sharpened in our relationship with God. We're not sharpened as far as having the right mentors in our life, those who have been there that can help us relieve some of the stress. It's some of the things that we're doing right now that we think we need to be doing, that we don't need to do. So that's why you find so many people who quit along the way, who quit before they reach their destination because they're exhausting themselves because they're just only looking at the limited resources and looking at the capabilities that they have instead of being enlightened and realize like, oh, you went through that too. Oh, what did you do? Oh, you did that. So now you didn't have to experience it. So now that allows for me to get up another time with another perspective and I don't have to have as many losses. I can learn quickly and be on my way to be able to pay it forward to someone else because I had wise counsel and I'm dealing with coaching. Uh, Now, let me say this about mentoring and coaching. It's a difference. Uh, Mentoring and coaching. So you have to goes back to the investing again. Most people who you're looking at this on another level, they don't really have time just to sit back and mentor people if they're really doing something. I mean, they might have a program for you to be a part of, but don't think someone is trying to get over on you because you have to invest. Because they invested. So why is it fair for them and those who came before them and those who came before them? All these other individuals who you're looking up to investing in themselves and they're typically still investing in themselves. And you're going to come along because you think you're the best thing since sliced bread and you just want to, because you're smiling and you got a dream and God put this in your heart and you know you highly favor and the Lord called you to do this work. You think that you got all this going on for you that everybody's supposed to stop everything that they're doing over all the years, all the investing they've been doing to hear you and help you <laughs> do what you need to do because God loves you. And you know, you call to do great things because you marvelously and wonderfully made. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But at the same time, we got to get past that and realize that no one is trying to get over on you. You got to be willing to pay it forward. You got to be willing to pay your dues. And that shows you serious about what you're doing.
0: Amen. Very powerful. Now, how important is it to never give up and to have a mindset of perseverance? Woo.
1: You got to have mental fortitude. This is the I'm going to tell you, this is the secret sauce right now with Gigi just brought up the brilliant question. This is the secret sauce, because I see people you can you can have more degrees than a thermometer. You can have all the resources. But one thing that if you don't work on, if you don't have the mental fortitude for success, you quit. It's not that some of us don't have the right ideas. It's not that we're not, that our timing is off. It's not that we don't have access to the things that we need. Most of us are not willing to do what it takes. You want the six pack abs, but you stay at Krispy Kreme. It's not going to happen. Okay. So accept that. It's okay if you just want to have Krispy Kreme, but stop saying you want a six pack ab, abs if you stay at Krispy Kreme. You can't say you want to be married, but you stay at the strip club. The two don't coincide. OK, so the same thing happens when it, when you're looking at business or accomplishing a goal and have the mental fortitude. You can't have true success without the mental fortitude to be able to withstand some of the trials and tribulations that's going to come your way. It's great for you saying that. OK, and I'm just going to use this because this is a, a political environment. You know, they can talk all day long, but you got to go through persecution if you're going to be president. Half, half of the nation is going to have to hate you for you to be president. So what, regardless if you're Obama, regardless if you Trump, half the people are gonna have to hate you. So if you're so caught up in everyone liking you, then you might as well say that you don't wanna go after that goal of being president because some people are just gonna hate you just because they wanna hate you. And the entrepreneurship, Everyone is not going to pat you on your back. Everyone is not going to tell you when you start that ministry to change the world that it's going to work. So, if you're waiting for everybody to applaud you and pat you on your head and say, out of boy and out of girl, then it's not going to happen. So, you got to keep that in mind and have mental fortitude to keep doing what you need to do. And everybody else will act like hinds and Hunts and they're going to catch up.
0: That's right. Yes, sir. Thank you for making a great point. I appreciate you. Anytime. Now, you tell us more about the challenges you experience in your life. Mm, Well, I had some challenges
1: all the way around. So I had challenges of starting out, not knowing what I didn't know. I remember when I first started out talking about investing. You don't when I say investing, I've been there and I know what it is. And I know those who come before me, what they've invested as well. So I knew that I needed when I was doing speaking, I had a speaking company when I first started out. Um, And I knew that this gentleman that I went to a conference at that I needed information with this guy had um but i didn't have the funds i didn't have i just had enough to get the ticket um i had a little gas money to get down there i actually stayed with a high school counselor who i went to school with she and her husband had moved to another city where this event was going to be at so i stayed with them i didn't even have money for the hotel uh you know i barely had enough to pay for the parking garage and i had some little sandwiches in my bag when i went to the event but as les brown would say i was hungry i was hungry for The knowledge that I was going to get. But when I learned from that event, I learned how to I had a deal that was available, but I went back and was able to renegotiate another deal on some other events before that event because of the things that I learned and some people that I met. Your network is your net worth. That I was able to partner with on some other opportunities, and just learn and grow from that I met there. That was priceless. So that's why I'm standing with you, and I'm I'm, 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 I'm anal somewhat when it comes to investing because I know that that can take you so far. If I would have found, I had every reason not to go to that event. I had a newborn. Our last child was born around that time. My wife was back home with them and the rest of the kids. But I knew if I wanted to improve my family, if I wanted to have that trajectory to success to be able to be on the right path, I needed to get around successful people. Now, I'm not telling you that every event is right for you. So I don't want any hate mail when you're sending me, Darren, I went there and they robbed me. No, you got to do your due diligence, but also you got to have instincts and move where mm-hmm. you need to move to be able to go to the next level for us, what you're doing. So those are some hardships that I had going on and you got to keep going when, even when you go in from being a solopreneur to adding and building a staff it's one thing, if you're looking at how you're going to get paid, but when you got payroll, that's a whole nother beast. And so you got to be able to figure that out and how to be able to be good in season and out of season and be creative. So it's always another level. It doesn't stop, but what prepare you on one level Will give you the stamina that you need when it comes to making the decision that you need to make on the next level.
0: That's right. Now you mentioned attending events and such. Can you explain to the audience how important it is to show up for yourself?
1: See, this is this is why I love getting on here with Gigi. See, this is the key. You have to show. Why would you want somebody else to show up for you if you won't show up for you? That's just 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 word of thought. Food of thought. Okay, it's the same way that we are. I know it's other countries just listening to you. But whether it's your parliament, whether it's your Congress, whether it's your um, prime minister, whether it's your president, why would you want somebody else to show up for you if you haven't shown up for you? If you look at Shark Tank, they they hear all the pitches, but how much have you invested in this company? Why would you want me to invest in dysfunction? And so you have to look at yourself the same way as an entity, you know. You have to show up for you. And I see that's why it's hard for some people to transition from employee to employer, because when they're working for someone else, they can show up on time. They can be disciplined. They know to tell people you can't call me because I'm at work. As we say down south, I'm at work. That's W-E-R-R-R-R-K. Okay, y'all catch that later on. But at the same time, you need to understand that you have to put boundaries in place if you're going to be successful as a business owner. Just because you're a business owner, you think I'm going to work for myself and be on my own time. No, you're going to have to be more disciplined. You're going to have to be more focused. You're going to have to make sure that you don't just stop because it's a certain time. You stop when the job is done. And so that type of psyche and mindset is why most people go out of business, because when they were working for someone, they would show up. They will take their breaks that they need to take and they will be right back on the clock so they can be productive. But when they're working for themselves, for some reason, they think they can take off. They think they can be emotional, they can, but you can be emotional. But your butt is going to be on a job if you work for somebody else or you don't get a paycheck. And that's just the tough rules of business that some people don't want to follow. That's why they go out of business.
0: That's right. Yes, sir. I agree. One hundred percent. Now, was there a time in your journey when you experienced an aha moment, Darren? Woo.
1: Yes, I had an aha moment. I had an aha moment.
0: Talk
1: to we, it. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I wish I had a praying church. OK, I'm sorry. I, let me let me digress before I progress. OK, but uh, technically, when I had that aha moment, I had that epiphany. It happened when I was speaking at an event and I had a man tell me, he said, Darren, he says, son, if you want to be serious about your craft of what you're doing, you need to be an expert. You need to have a book. And this was before it was so cliche like it is now. have a book, be a leader and all that. You know, it it wasn't prominent like that at that time when he told me. But I listened to the wise advice and the counsel that he gave me. I became an author. It opened up doors for me. But this was the big one after that. one. So notice I'm sharing that story to show how you build up. The dexterity, you build up the muscle. It's just like lifting weights or whatnot. I became stronger in listening to others who were telling me something because I had had previous success. So now I believe from listening to credible others and the environment is important in that for that to cultivate what that greatness is inside of you. Then I had a mentor share with me. Darren, it's great that you're doing this. He said, but son, if someone tells you something three times, create a product. Ooh, don't shout me down while I'm preaching good. But hold on, I'm sorry, let me get back to my business side. But I want you to understand that that was a game changer because I start. What are the opportunities that you are missing that people telling you what they want, but you caught up on what you want? You worried about being the next Elon Musk, but you got something that you can do with the dirt in your backyard that someone would buy from you, but you worried about creating the next contraption to take somebody to Mars. You worried about someone else. You worried about, you know, trying to see if you can create the next tech that can be able to open doors for people to come from another world. Stop that. What are the resources that are right around you that you're not looking at? And this guy told me this and I had people who were getting my books from the first advice that I had listened to. And they were telling me, Darren. I like your books, but I've always had a dream of sharing my story with the world. I've always wanted to do it. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And so I kept hearing that. So I created a course. And then it switched from a course. I said, I don't want this thing on my page because I'm trying to be the next Les Brown. I don't need this on here. I'm a speaker. And so I put that over there and said, hey, I'm going to create a website just for it so people can leave me alone and not mess with my, spe- my speaking business because I'm professional on this page. And let me put this little book stuff over here. But supply and demand. So the book took off the stuff. And so we realized and did beta testing and realized what the actual needs were of our clients were, and we were able to scale and grow that. And now all of a sudden it became the number one self-publishing company in the world. So I'm sharing sure, this for those who are listening to this, the understanding that your gift will make room for you, but you have to be willing to hear God speak to you and give you opportunities. You might not want to go to Nineveh, Jonah, but your destiny, your calling is in Nineveh. You might not, Jehoshaphat, want to be surrounded around your enemies, but you still find a way to praise. And then all of a sudden you'll have spoils that even three days you can't take everything away from you. You might not wanna be bold and courageous, Joshua, but if you follow the unorthodox plan that I told you to do, the walls of Jericho are gonna fall down. You might not see how you can be pregnant with a baby, young Mary, but when I give you what I give you by the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to have the son of man come through you or whatnot to open doors for all mankind. So this is why it's important. When we serve the guy that we serve, he might heal you. He might touch you to make sure that you're able to take away blindness so you can see. But another time he might just speak to you. So do not box God in on how he can be a blessing to you. So if you are a Democrat, your blessing can come by a Republican. Oh, did Darren just say that you can be a Republican, but your blessing can come from a Democrat. So it's the Good Samaritan story. You can't pick and choose out the Bible what you want to listen to. Sometimes your best help can come from people who don't look like you, act like you, vote like you, who are not even in the socioeconomic ladder or realm that you are in, but your breakthrough can come from them.
0: Amen. I love it. Now, Darren, tell us more about what gives you joy in your life. What gives me joy in my life
1: is because I have created with the help of the lord i've been able to create a life that aligns with my purpose and my purpose is to help people and so i get to help people every single day that's who i am i've always been like that i was the kind of kid that if i ate something i wanted to make sure that all my cousins were able to have something or my little brother could have something that's just who i am um leadership is who i am when i play sports I was that type that I wanted all of us to win. I knew it was no I and team. So that's why I thrive in a great growth culture, because I'm able to work with people from different backgrounds. And I'm able to see that we can have a common vision that where we can accomplish our goals collectively, but also most importantly, individually. So you want to have a vehicle where we all have win-wins,
0: which is one of our core values that self-publish in 30 days. Very powerful. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Best advice for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness.
1: Walking with purpose and living a life of happiness starts with your inner core. You got to see what's innate, what's really you. You can't just go and just chase money. Now, I know that you have bills. I know you have goals. I know you have things that you want to do. But when you start operating from a place of being, being you, and now you'll start attracting the right type of client, the right type of person to you. And so now you can be comfortable in your own skin. I get compensated for being me. Notice what I didn't do. I got a heavy southern draw, heavy accent, but I didn't change that accent because I was on air with the people who were listening to this. You love me as your southern cousin because I own my being. I'm proud of being from the south. It's nothing that you can do about it. So you love it. But if I came out here timid and, y'all, please forgive me. I'm, I'm trying to work on my voice. And, you know, I kind of okay. sound from the cell. Oh my gosh, I, I don't want to hear myself. Then all of a sudden I have poured and transferred that negative energy into those. And then they start saying, oh, he does sound kind of he got a got a twang to him. I don't know about that. I don't know about this guy. But when we're able to talk, you're like, I love his energy. It's infectious. Hey, what does this guy do? You know, I got a cousin from Tennessee, even though that's not Texas, they both start with a T, but at the same time, it's a type of energy that you bring. So I love what I get to do because it's able to positively impact people and you're able to see lives being changed. What we've been able to do with books goes beyond books. I'm able to see people who might have had a kid and who were on drugs it was able to bring back and mend relationships with their children. I'm able to see individuals who businesses have been able to grow to levels that they didn't think that it ever could grow to. I'm able to see ministries you know just grow to different regions and different countries. Because of the work that we've been able to do with people. So when I'm at these book launches and I'm seeing people cry and looking at the tears in some of the mothers and even the father's eyes, and I'm looking at how wives are looking at their husbands and how husbands are looking at their wives. And one young man came up to his dad and shared, he had a little couple pieces of paper and he said, Here, dad. And he's like, What is this, son? He said, This is my book. I wanna be an author like you. This is what gives me the energy to get up. This is what allows for me to operate with purpose and passion. But make sure that y'all write this down. The three P's. Wherever you have purpose, wherever you have passion. It will equal profits. But if you focus on operating your purpose, if you focus on operating in your passion, because if you operate in your purpose, it's going to fuel you. So you're going to be passionate because it's like you're not even working. So you're going to get more done because you're not re- ready to clock out every time because you love what you're doing. So you passionate. It fuels you. How can I get tired if I'm being fueled by what I do? And so that will lead to profits because you putting more time than other people in it because you actually love what you do. And you're sincere and it's genuine. And people know that you are coming from a genuine place. And so they want to do business with you.
0: Amen. Very powerful. Thank you, Darren, so Thank much you. for being with us on Walk with Me podcast today for sharing your story, your tips, and your advice. I appreciate you. Now, where um, can the audience find you?
1: Awesome. You can you can find me on uh, uh, some handles on social media. You can find me on IG or on Facebook. You can go to self publish the letter in thirty days. Uh, you can find us on IG. We can catch up with us there. If, but if you just go to our website, self publish, not self publishing. Now, but self published a letter in as in Nancy, 30days.com. And you can get connected with us to all our social media um, handles or whatnot uh, platforms. And also, you can get free ebook for those who are listening to this. Go there. You can get a free ebook called This is the Year for Your New Book with tangible steps on what you can do for the book. And you can catch up on our podcast and hear interviews with Mark Victor Hansen, Dr. Greg Reed, Judge Graham, Matt Monero, and the
0: countless others who are definitely making a change. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Darren at self-publishing. That's with an N as in Nancy, 30days.com. And Darren, again, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me Podcast.
1: Awesome. also, awesome. It's a privilege and honor to be on here. I thank you for having me on. And I just want to say something to you real quick because you're doing an amazing job. I just want to say kudos to you. If you were doing something bad, you know people would have something to say about it. But at the same time, you're doing a phenomenal job with impacting people in a positive way and you're taking action. So you had some in your heart, but you moved on it. And I just want to take time on air publicly to tell you, thank God for all that you're doing and the lives that you're changing. You definitely a change agent. So keep doing what you do.
0: Thank you, Darren. I appreciate your kind words. God bless you. God bless you. Have a blessed day.